the service of prayer and preaching for the third Sunday in Advent, December 13th, 2020. The opening hymn is LSB 344 on Jordan's Bank, The Baptist's Cry. Service of Prayer and Preaching, LSB, page 260. This is the day which the Lord has made. Let us rejoice and be glad in it. From the rising of the sun to its setting, the name of the Lord is to be praised. Out of Zion, the perfection of beauty, God shines forth. Our God shall come. He does not keep silence. Prepare the way of the Lord. Make his paths straight. Shower, O heavens, from above. And let the skies rain down righteousness. Let the earth open, that salvation may sprout forth. 
From the rising of the sun to its setting, the name of the Lord is to be praised. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. my strength and my song, and he has become my salvation. With joy will you draw water from the wells of salvation, and you will say in that day, give thanks to the Lord, call upon his name, make known his deeds among the peoples, Proclaim that his name is exalted. The Lord God is my strength and my son, and he has become my salvation. Sing praises to the Lord, for he has done gloriously. Let this be made known in all the earth. Shout and sing for joy, O inhabitants of Zion, for great in your midst is the Holy One of Israel. The Lord God is my strength and my song, and he has become my salvation. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. strength and my song, and he has become my salvation. A reading from Isaiah, the 40th chapter. Comfort, comfort my people, says your God. Speak tenderly to Jerusalem and cry to her that her warfare is ended, that her iniquity is pardoned, that she has received from the Lord's hand double for all her sins. A voice cries in the wilderness, Prepare the way of the Lord, make straight in the desert a highway for our God. Every valley shall be lifted up, and every mountain and hill be made low. The uneven ground shall become level, and the rough places a plain. And the glory of the Lord shall be revealed, and all flesh shall see it together. For the mouth of the Lord has spoken. A voice says, Cry. And I said, What shall I cry? All flesh is grass, and all its beauty is like the flower of the field. The grass withers, the flower fades when the breath of the Lord blows on it. Surely the people are grass. The grass withers, the flower fades, but the word of our God will stand forever. Get you up to a high mountain, O Zion, herald of good news. Lift up your voice with strength, O Jerusalem, herald of good news. Lift it up, fear not. Say to the cities of Judah, Behold your God. Behold, the Lord God comes with might, and his arm rules for him. Behold, his reward is with him, and his recompense before him. He will tend his flock like a shepherd. He will gather the lambs 
in his arms. He will carry them in his bosom and gently lead those that are with young. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. We continue with the introit for this day. Verses from Psalm 85, the antiphon coming from Philippians chapter 4. Rejoice in the Lord always. Again I will say rejoice. Let your reasonableness be known to everyone. The Lord is at hand. Lord, you were favorable to your land. You restored the fortunes of Jacob. You forgave the iniquity of your people. You covered all their sin. Will you not revive us again, that your people may rejoice in you? Let me hear what God the Lord will speak, for he will speak peace to his people, to his saints, but let them not turn back to folly. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now and will be forever. Amen. Rejoice in the Lord always. Again I will say rejoice. Let your reasonableness be known to everyone. The Lord is at hand. A reading from 1 Corinthians chapter 4. This is how one should regard us as servants of Christ and stewards of the mysteries of God. Moreover, it is required of stewards that they be found trustworthy. But with me it is a very small thing that I should be judged by you or by any human court. In fact, I do not even judge myself. I am not aware of anything against myself, but I am not thereby acquitted. It is the Lord who judges me. Therefore do not pronounce judgment before the time, before the Lord comes, who will bring to light the things now hidden in darkness, and will disclose the purposes of the heart. Then each one will receive his commendation from God. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. A reading from Matthew, the 11th chapter. When John heard in prison about the deeds of the Christ, he sent word by his disciples and said to him, Are you the one who is to come, or shall we look for another? And Jesus answered them, Go and tell John what you hear and see. The blind receive their sight, and the lame walk. Lepers are cleansed, and the deaf hear. And the dead are raised up, and the poor have good news preached to them. And blessed is the one who is not offended by me. As they went away, Jesus began to speak to the crowds concerning John. What did you go out into the wilderness to see? A reed shaken by the wind? What then did you go out to see? A man dressed in soft clothing. Behold, those who wear soft clothing are in kings' houses. What then did you go out to see? A prophet? Yes, I tell you, and more than a prophet. This is he of whom it is written, Behold, I send my messenger before your face, who will prepare your way before you. Truly, I say to you, among those born of women, there has arisen no one greater than John the Baptist. Yet the one who is least in the kingdom of heaven is greater than he. 
This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. We continue with the Advent Responsory on page 263. Behold, the days are coming, says the Lord, when I will raise up for David a righteous branch. This is the name by which he will be called. The Lord is our righteousness. He shall reign as king and deal wisely. He shall execute justice and righteousness in the land. This is the name by which he will be called. The Lord is our righteousness. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. This is the name by which he will be called. The Lord is our righteousness. We continue with the Ten Commandments, the Apostles' Creed, and the Lord's Prayer. You shall have no other gods. You shall not take the name of the Lord your God in vain. Remember the Sabbath day by keeping it holy. Honor your father and your mother. You shall not murder. You shall not commit adultery. You shall not steal. You shall not bear false witness against your neighbor. You shall not covet your neighbor's house. You shall not covet your neighbor's wife, or his manservant or maidservant, his ox or donkey, or anything that belongs to your neighbor. I believe in God the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Spirit, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, died, and was buried. He descended into hell. The third day he rose again from the dead. He ascended into heaven and sits at the right hand of God, the Father Almighty. From thence he will come to judge the living and the dead. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Christian Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever and ever. Amen. Grace, mercy, and peace be unto you from God our Father and from our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. The third Sunday in Advent is known by its Latin name, Gaudet, which means rejoice. Today, after the divine service, our children will lead us in rejoicing as we hear in scripture and song the good news of the birth of our Lord. The very basis of our rejoicing is prophesied in Isaiah. Comfort, comfort my people, says your God. Speak tenderly to Jerusalem and cry to her that her warfare is ended, that her iniquity is pardoned, that she has received from the Lord's hand double for all her sins. A voice says, cry, and I said, what shall I cry? Comfort and crying, these two things fit so nicely together. Crying is not bad or wrong. Crying is just simply pain coming out. There are few who cry for no reason at all, but crying is usually a response to a negative stimulus. Crying happens in times of frustration and pain. It is in those times that we want to feel some kind of comfort. Luther once said, only those who are afflicted have comfort and are capable of it. Because comfort means nothing unless there's malady. These are just the words Israel needed to hear. As the Babylonians sit just outside the gates of the city waiting to take them into exile, no doubt many tears are being shed. Life as they have known it is over and there will be a new normal. 
This is not an easy transition, nor will it be painless. They don't know exactly what the future will hold. Doubt and despair loom on the horizon, and sometimes it seemed as though as all there was left to do was cry. In the midst of their fear and panic, Isaiah is sent with a message of comfort. There are two different ways of approaching comfort. One is centered on the feelings and the emotions. The other way is to do something to remove or lessen whatever is causing the discomfort. There is so much causing discomfort today, so where is one to start? The comfort of many things is disrupted. Health, schools, family gatherings, the economy, politics, even church gatherings can be a source of discomfort. Especially when you open the hymnal and the service begins, I, a poor miserable sinner, confess to you all my sins and iniquities. This confession of sins leaves no wiggle room. The problem of sin lies within myself. As good as a person as I pretend to be for you, so that I can get really good presents under the tree on the 25th, at my core, I am a sinner. My sinful thoughts, words, and deeds help to only make life more miserable. How is that comforting? How can I rejoice? It makes me want to cry. And what should I cry? Isaiah is told, All flesh is grass. Its beauty is like the flower of the field. The grass withers, the flower fades, when the breath of the Lord blows on it. Surely the people are grass. The grass withers, the flower fades, but the word of our God will stand forever. His word is from everlasting to everlasting. And remember what he has said in our first verse, to whom does this comfort belong? His people. God declares these wretched, poor, miserable sinners to be my people. They belong to him. They are his possession. Due to their actions of false worship and breaking of God's law, they are to be punished. They are in need of a serious time out, and God will take them away from what they know, what they are comfortable with, to give them time to reflect upon what is truly important. They will be exiled. They will sit in a strange place, but God will restore them again one day. Even in the midst of their tears, God is not silent. God has a perfect and divine plan in mind that is truly for the good of his people even if it may not seem that way in the immediate context. Through the prophet Isaiah, the people are called to reevaluate their perspective. Isaiah is told to speak tenderly, speak to the very heart of Jerusalem. Much like a parent who scoops their crying child to speak, console, and teach them, God does the same here. What is Isaiah to speak? His message is to declare to Israel that her warfare is ended. Her time of service is completed. Her iniquity is pardoned and her guilt is taken away. This is what brings comfort. His everlasting word has ended your warfare. Veiled in flesh, the Godhead see. Hail the incarnate deity. Jesus has come and died on the cross. The battlefield for sin was lifted high upon the cross for all the world to see. While his birth was testified by angels, but seen by strange shepherds and wise men from the east, all of Jerusalem saw his death. The bloody mission of the Christ child found its fulfillment on the cross. His blood was shed in that battle. He laid down his life as the divine action of God's judgment against sin was poured upon the sinless Lamb of God. If ever there was a time to cry, this was it. Brothers and sisters in Christ, this is the very cause of our rejoicing, the basis of our comfort. By this child's bloody sacrificial death, 
the discomfort of God's wrath against sin and the uncomfortableness of death was removed. Comfort, comfort my people. Please with man as man to appear. Jesus, our Emmanuel, here. Jesus, true God, begotten of the Father from eternity, and true man born of the Virgin Mary, is our Lord. Our tears of sorrow are replaced with tears of joy. He has carried our grief, our sorrow, our pain, our iniquity all the way to the grave. It is that very same Jesus who is here in his word. You are joined to him in your baptism. He is here giving his own blood, shed for you through the chalice, and you receive pardon for every iniquity. Cry, brothers and sisters, what shall we cry? With one accord, O God, we pray, grant us your Holy Spirit. Help us in our infirmity through Jesus' blood and merit. Grant us to grow in grace each day, that by this sacrament we may eternal life inherit. Amen. May the peace of God, which passes all understanding, guard your hearts and minds in Christ Jesus our Lord. Amen. We sing hymn LSB 601, All Who Believe and Are Baptized. All who believe and are baptized shall see the Lord's salvation. Baptized into the death of Christ, they are a new creation. Through Christ's redemption they shall stand among the glorious heavenly band of every tribe and nation. With one accord, O God, we pray, grant us your Holy Spirit. Help us in our infirmity through Jesus' blood and merit. Grant us to grow in grace each day, that by this sacrament we may eternal life inherit. We continue with prayer on page 265. In peace, let us pray to the Lord. Lord, have mercy. For the gift of divine peace and of pardon, with all our heart and with all our mind, let us pray to the Lord. Lord, have mercy. For the holy Christian church, here and scattered throughout the world, and for the proclamation of the gospel and the calling of all to faith, let us pray to the Lord. Lord, have mercy. For this nation, for our cities and communities, and for the common welfare of us all, let us pray to the Lord. Lord, have mercy. For seasonable weather and for the fruitfulness of the earth, let us pray to the Lord. Lord, have mercy. For those who labor, for those whose work is difficult or dangerous, and for all who travel, let us pray to the Lord. Lord, have mercy. For all those in need, for the hungry and homeless, for the widowed and orphaned, and for all those in prison, let us pray 
to the Lord. Lord, have mercy. For the sick and the dying and for all those who care for them, for the shut-in, the recovering, and for all who suffer in any way, especially Carmen, Susan, Esther, Linda Fries, Caitlin Babula, Zoe, Jen Zabor, Gordon Robbins, Marvin Karstens, Keith Tigots, Marianne Tigots, Larry Clammer, and those we name in our hearts. Let us pray to the Lord. Lord, have mercy. Finally, for these and for all our needs of body and soul, let us pray to the Lord. Lord, have mercy. Christ, have mercy. Lord, have mercy. Lord Jesus Christ, we implore you to hear our prayers and to lighten the darkness of our hearts by your gracious visitation. For you live and reign with the Father and the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. Blessed Lord, you have caused all holy scriptures to be written for our learning. Grant that we may so hear them, read, mark, learn, and inwardly digest them, that by the patience and comfort of your holy word we may embrace and ever hold fast the blessed hope of everlasting life. Through Jesus Christ, your Son, our Lord, who lives and reigns with you in the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. I thank you, my Heavenly Father, through Jesus Christ, your dear Son, that you have kept me this night from all harm and danger. And I pray that you would keep me this day also from sin and every evil, that all my doings and life may please you. For into your hands I commend myself, my body and soul and all things. Let your holy angel be with me, that the evil foe may have no power over me. Amen. Christ has been raised from the dead, Alleluia, Alleluia. Christ, our Passover lamb, has been sacrificed. Raised from the dead, he will never die again. Death has no more dominion over him. Christ has been raised from the dead. Alleluia, alleluia. Dying, Christ dies to sin once for all. Living, he lives to God. Count yourselves as dead to sin and alive to God. In Christ Jesus our Lord. Christ has been raised from the dead. Alleluia. Let us bless the Lord. Thanks be to God. The Almighty and merciful Lord, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, bless and preserve us. Amen. Our final hymn is LSB 347, Comfort, Comfort Ye My People.
Comfort, comfort ye my people. Speak ye peace, thus saith our God. Comfort those who sit in darkness, mourning neath their sorrows load. Speak ye to Jerusalem of the peace that waits for them. Tell her that her sins I cover, and her warfare now is Never broken. 